Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Record Rangers podcast. I'm Gavin Berry. Once again, I'm joined by the Sunday Mail's chief football writer, Scott McDermott. And later on, we will have a very special guest. We're going to get Robert Pritz on, uh, who had a foot in both camps as a former uh, Malmo and Rangers player. So we'll get his thoughts on the game later. But Scott, first of all, um, 2-1 defeat, um, Oh, and the, well, I mean, it goes without saying, doesn't it? If it wasn't for that Steve Davis goal and we what, 15 seconds left and they're staring down the barrel of an exit, really, aren't they? But that changes the whole complexion of the tie, doesn't it? Yeah, it was a huge goal, or it felt like a huge goal for Rangers, Gavrik, coming, coming so late. Um, didn't think the performance was great. Um, probably echo what, what Stephen Gerrard said, said afterwards. Um mm certain aspects of Rangers game and performance that he wasn't he wasn't happy with. Listen, it, it was a it was a kind of five minutes of madness when Malmo scored the two goals. Rangers seemed to kind of lose their head, lose their shape. Um but as Gerard said himself, it, it could have got worse at that yeah. point. I mean if Rangers didn't compose themselves, I mean a third goal as you were watching it, you, you felt no a third goal no might have been coming and, and would have probably killed the tie Killed the tie completely, but obviously yeah. Rangers, to their credit, no, they did kind of plug away towards the end. I thought they made a couple of tactical changes. Sakala coming off the bench gave them something different. Uh, a key thing I thought late on was getting Ryan Kent more central uh, as they were looking for that for that goal. I thought Kent looked far more dangerous um, when he kind of played played between the lines and came off the no, came off the sides. Um, and listen, as I say, Davis goal, you know, they got a wee bit of luck with the with the deflection, but you know, they did have kind of five, ten minutes of pressure where he felt something might come for them and, and it did just in the nick of time. Yeah, I mean the thing is, I mean, we've seen it so many times with Rangers in the last thirty years and other Scottish clubs, it's always that problem, isn't it, with other teams are fitter, especially in Scandinavia when they're well into their league. So yeah. you've got to take that into account, I suppose. Other areas, maybe. So, well, I mean, so they're going to have a Dundee United game on uh, on this weekend, Saturday lunchtime. So they'll have another 90 minutes under their belt. Could have a full house next week. So, yeah. I mean, it's still all to play for. However, having said that, there might be other things you could pick up on. Um, what did you think? I know John Lundstrom's getting a bit of criticism. Is it unfair? Or did you feel they missed Glenn Kamara, who was obviously suspended? I think I think they're always going to miss Kamara, especially in European games, Gav, just because of the mm. you know, the composure he's got in the middle of the park, his technique, you no know, keeping possession, his passing's always accurate and crisp and he's just Kamara's an ideal European type player and that's why Gerard always plays him in those those games. So they were always going to miss him. Lundstrom is completely different. He's more about running power and physique can get into the box and you know, try to get forward. So it was always going to be a bit different. Did I think that midfield three worked? Probably not. We, we are fielding and Lundstrom, both of them, particularly early on in the game, I thought just didn't look up to didn't look up to the pace, were a bit off it. But I think Malmo deserve credit for that because I just don't think Arfield and Lundstrom, the two guys that want to get forward, I just don't think they were allowed to because you know, Malmo get in, get in about Rangers, put them under pressure. You know, spooked them a wee bit with the with the shape. They're you know, going with kind of two up, two up top. So it's a difficult night for for Rangers midfield. Um, I don't know how often you'll see 
that midfield three playing together again. Um, what I would say about Lundstrom is I actually thought it got better as the game went on. And you know, late in the second half when Rangers were pushing, I was actually quite quite impressed with him how he was actually, he was trying to make make things happen. I mean, he wasn't he, he didn't really get the opportunity to get into the box and they'll produce one of those kind of trademark runs or finishes that you know that, that we saw at Sheffield United quite quite often. But I was at least impressed with his mentality in terms of going and getting the ball and taking responsibility and, and trying to make things happen. So I wouldn't be too critical of him. I just thought overall the team performance wasn't wasn't great. And of course, listen, they were missing they're missing a lot of players. You mentioned Kamara, they're missing Morelos, Roof. Yeah. Uh, Aribo obviously looks as if he's picked, picked up an injury. I mean, you're talking about established first-team players that were so yeah. key to Rangers in, in Europe last season. Um, and listen, at 2-1, you know, I know the away goals are obviously scrapped, but what, what it means is you, know, you, you get back to Ibrox next Tuesday. Rangers know they have to win the game. If they win the game, the very least they'll get is extra time. And that, yeah. that's, that's not too bad a position to be in, yeah. given the performance last night. Yeah, I mean, we've touched on the midfield. The defence would probably have been untouched regardless of who was available. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kamara's not going to be available for the return leg, so we need to deal with what we've got. Itton was given his chance up front, you know, led the line quite well, I would say. I don't know what you thought. But Morelos, uh, again, is the one that probably, I mean, yeah. he's one that, he would have played if, if available and may well be available for next week. We saw the footage of him doing the shuttles around the Glasgow Airport car park. I don't know if you saw that, but he's one that would make a difference, isn't he? So, I mean, uh, how much do they miss him? Well, I think they missed him hugely. Um, he's their number one striker. Yeah. You know, with the job he's did for them in Europe. I know he's had his faults, Morelos, but I mean, European-wise, he's been he's been terrific for Rangers, particularly, no, particularly away from home, I would argue, when you need your... But you need your central striker to get you up the pitch and hold hold it up when fouls, bring others into play, stuff like that. So it was a massive miss. I mean, I thought Itton did okay, but I think you still need more from him. Um, I mean, at one point in the first half, you could see Gerard on TV screaming at him from the, the touchline to hold the ball up better because it was a passage of play where it just bounced off him and he was kind of mm. out-muscled by the, by the defender. So... He's got to improve certain aspects of his game. Itton, I know he's still relatively young, but you know, if he's going to have a, a, a good career at Rangers and really you know, make the grade, he's going to need to improve. I mean, there were other wee things. I saw him at times when Kent get the ball wide left. Itton was kind of coming up, coming across and coming into Kent's space and want to play. You, you don't do that with Ryan Kent. You just you isolate him with, with a defender and you let him go and, go and get at people yeah. and get in the box. So I think I, I think there's certain aspects of Itton's game that, that have to improve. He's going to need to learn. But listen, Morelos was a huge miss. And of course, you know, it raises the argument again, could Rangers have, have gotten back sooner? I know we touched on this last week. I know a lot of Rangers fans will probably disagree with us. I've looked at a lot of their online comments. But I just think from the club's point of view, you've got a £30 million, £40 million pound uh, Champions League qualifiers to get you into the group stage. You know it's coming. You know the dates. You know that Kmart Roof suspended Jermaine Defoe, unavailable. And I know that Morelos was at the Copa America. Like every player, you know, of, of course he has to, has to get a break. 
But could Rangers, at the Copa America, Morelos, he was, he didn't play a lot of football. He was training every day. He was in the squad, but didn't actually play in any game. So he's, his fitness would have been there, his sharpness would have been there. I think you have to raise the question and say, could they got him back? Could they have gotten back sooner and said to him, Listen, we know that you need a break, uh-huh. but there are international breaks coming up September, October, November. No, there are there are other periods in the season, I think, where Rangers could have said to him, Listen, go, go away for a couple of weeks and get that 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 kind of well earned break that you should have got. In the summer, I just think the importance of these games. If Rangers go out, and obviously there's a chance of that, listen, I, I still, I still fancy them to get through. But if Rangers go out, and Morelos has been unavailable for these games, I, I still think it will be a, a huge, uh, a huge regret, and, and they'll feel that they could have done things differently. Yeah, I mean, I've seen two camps here. There's two. There's very, it's very much split. You know, there'll be yeah. there are people will say. You know, we pay his wages. This is, as you you touched on, the importance of the game, the financial importance and the prestige. You know, get him back and that's it. No questions asked. And then there's other people saying, well, wait a minute, there's a human element to this. Yeah. The guy's been on the go since whenever. I think, did he, was his child, was it uh, his child's christening, getting baptised? Was there pictures? I don't know. There have been family occasions or things where he would then be within his rights to say, well, no, wait a minute, I've been on the go since... Yeah. A twelve months solid here. You can't listen. I, I get, I get that. If he was, if he was desperate, need a holiday or a break. No, you can't. Even the club wouldn't like to argue with that because I say there's there's regulations in place with UEFA and FIFA and stuff. So I, I understand that. I just think the fact that he didn't play a lot at the Copa America it wasn't like he was playing games every few yeah. days. He was training every day just to keep him ticking over. I just wonder in my own head whether Rangers or the management team will, will look at it and think, no, should we have just gotten back after Copa America to make sure he was fit, he was ready for these games. And then, as I say, no, later in the season, there will be opportunities come up. No, as I say, these, these international breaks, no, you could have, you could have, no, pull out a Columbia squad or whatever, whether it's friendlies or whatever. I just think there would have been opportunity. I think it's been done before with players. Um, at other clubs, I even think you'll maybe correct me if I'm wrong, or certainly somebody will pick me up if I'm wrong. But I mean, I think Martin Boyle at Hibs, even this season, I think he was away in Australia, you know, maybe in Kuwait for a game or whatever, and was entitled certainly was entitled to a longer break. Um, but I think you no know, decided to come back because he wanted to be involved in the the Europa League qualifiers or or whatever. I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but I just think there are. There was an opportunity, probably, to get him back a bit sooner, and uh, no, I hope I hope Rangers don't don't regret that because he's obviously a big a big miss. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's, the other thing is, I mean, it's such a unique situation with uh, with the whole COVID thing, you know, the yeah, of course, and all that, and the fact that yeah, I mean, there's so many factors. Anyway, Scott, I spoke to Robert Pritz earlier. I teed him up. He said he's going to join us on the podcast, signed for Rangers from Malmo. Uh, spoke to Mel and he said he would come on, but I think um, when I spoke to him, he said he was out uh, and for an afternoon session with a few of his pals who were Malmo fans, but he said he's going to join us later from the pub, so he's kindly agreed to join us. But um, a bit before our time, I think, um, 82 to 85, played the yeah. Cup European Cup final for Malmo, lost to Nottingham Forest, joined Rangers, very classy player by all accounts. Yeah. Just at Rangers at the wrong time. Yeah, I do, I do remember him, Gav, growing up. No, he was obviously he was quite a 
know, distinguished player, and obviously with the, the kind of blonde locks and all. There wasn't too yeah. many foreign players kicking about, so he does. You know, Pritz, that name always stood out to me. You no, know, even I was born in 1980, so you know, I was young, but you know, I do remember him and everything you heard about him was just you no know, so cultured um, in terms of that passing ability and the level he played at. And even later in his career, he obviously hung around in Scotland and played with different teams, even went junior at one point. But mm-hmm. I remember, I can't remember if I was playing in it or just watching it, but he played a lot of charity games. Yeah. When he was, when he was in, in his forties, and I remember even watching him there and thinking, "God, what a player this this guy is! Or what, what a player he would have been at, at yeah. twenty five. Do you know what I mean? He was fit as a fiddle as well. So, um, no, a great, a great guy to go on. And fifty six caps for Sweden as well. So, brilliant. Thanks for joining us, Robert. How are you? I'm fine. Yeah. Without, without any result, yeah. Without what? Sorry. Without the result from you last night, so well, I think Rangers didn't play as well as they can do, and I think they got a chance because they got a that one goal in the end of the last minute. Yeah. You think that changes the tie? Pardon? You think that changes it? The goal? Do you think the goal at the end changes everything? Oh, I oh yeah, I think so, because now they got a chance. And uh, I mean, Marmo is playing playing this season just now, so they're more match fit than Rangers are. Yeah. What's what is the reaction? What how what is the reaction this morning in Sweden? What is the reaction to the to the result and the performance and, and the late goal? How how is it? How are they reporting it? Well, everybody thinks uh, Marmo played brilliantly. And uh, they did really well, so right. to say. And uh, I think Mama did well as well. I didn't. I didn't believe they could do it, but he did. Eh? So the feeling is that Malmo played as well as they could, and that Rangers didn't play as well as they could. Is it, what do you think? Is that is that the best we can expect from Malmo? Well, I think they always race in the games in the Champions League, Mamo. And they do well every time in the Champions League. And uh, I would say, I think Reigns got a hard game even in Irox. You think so, yeah? And uh, uh, well, they haven't played so well in the league, but Mamova, they still, when it's like Champions League, they, they raise themselves. I don't know how, but they yeah. do every year, year year, year after year. And they've done it in the past, and I think they're doing it now as well. Yeah. So did they surprise you? Did the performance really surprise you last night? Did they play better than you expected? Oh, yeah, definitely. And... Uh, I was say I, I didn't think Mama was going to be that good yesterday, and they were really good. Yeah. And uh, well, Rangers didn't play up to their standard. I think mm-hmm. I think they can do better as well. But I still think it's going to be a tough game for Mama. The two-one, they only need two nothing, and then you're through. So 
I still think Rangers will make it. Robert, see with, see with the late goal last night, how, how do you think that will affect Malmo psychologically getting into the second game? Because they look, they look so devastated at losing that late goal. Yeah, well, yeah. with that goal, it helps Rangers a lot. And uh, I'm, and I mean, uh, now they're taking away the the way goal. There's no difference here. So even if Rangers winning one nothing in full time, it'll go to extra time. Yeah. But uh, and if they got, I don't know how how many they, they would take in Irox now. But if the the supporters are there, the that makes a difference. A, a lot of difference. Were you a bit disappointed in Rangers' performance last night? Did you expect better? Yeah, I was expecting better. Yeah, because uh, I've been for, uh, for, uh, well, I've been following them since I left anyway. So I mean, uh, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed. I thought they were better. Or could have played better. But uh, I said, uh, Marmo is playing the league just now, so they've got more games in hand. And they just started the league up now again in Scotland. So, I mean, uh, another couple of games, and I think, yeah, well, it will be difficult for Marmo to win, I think. Yeah. Who did impress you most in the Rangers' side? Who were you impressed? Uh, Stephen Gerrard said he was a, Philip Hillander and Stephen Davis were two players that stood out. Did, did those two players stand out for you? Yeah, yeah. They were good, but still expecting more from Rangers anyway. And I know they got good players. They re- got really good players. But uh, yesterday, they didn't show much. How, how do you how do you think Malmo will approach the second game, Robert? Do they come here and sit in deep, you no, know, kind of deep defensive block, or do they go for Rangers and try and get that try and get that third goal in the tie to kill it off? No, what I've seen so far in this league in uh, Sweden, he he will probably go for the defence yeah. and uh, try to sit back and hold out. But if he does that, then it will cost him. Yeah, it, look, it looks as if Ibrox could be could be full for the second game if Rangers get permission. That would be a that would be a big factor, eh? Oh, oh, definitely. Oh, yes. I mean, if you got a fifty-two thousand crowd, Ibrox. Now you have got the best supporters in the world, and uh, they sitting there singing. Come on. There's only one way, one way to go then. They're strangers. What do you remember of your European nights? Did you play against Inter Milan in the UEFA Cup for Rangers and did you play against Porto? I know that was the games when you were there. Did you play in those matches at Ibrox? Yeah, I remember. And uh, I still got the chill. Now you can't see my hands, but I still got the chill. And uh, I remember playing to Milan. We got beat three one at home, and we lost three three nothing away. 
but we outplay them at Arox because of the crowd. Yeah. Do you think the crowd can be a factor again next week? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Different. Oh, yes. Without saying anything, if you've got that crowd behind you, the greatness have, they will win the game. Yeah. How, how happy were you just to see Rangers win the league last season after 10 years? What did it mean to you? Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't more. Winning with over 20 points, come on. So, so it's absolutely brilliant. I was so glad they did it, and you're out of done brilliantly. Yeah. Then, then, then they always have to raise the players because they did really well. Yeah. Because you obviously were not lucky enough to win the league during your time in, in Glasgow, were you? But you did win the League Cup. Oh, that, that, that was great. I mean, playing against Dundee United, we won the game. And uh, it, it was just fantastic. You obviously sad news last week as well with the, the, the captain Ali Dawson during your time in Ibrox, the captain passing away. That sad, sad for you when you heard of that news? Yeah. My ex wife phoned me. She said Ali passed away. Yeah. It's sad to hear. He yeah. was my friend. You were good friends also, yeah. My best friend. He took care of me when I came over here. He did too. Is that right? And, uh, oh, we've been in touch with each other. We work together in Hamilton. <laughs> what can I say? He was brilliant. Yeah. Okay. And, what do you stand for Rangers? Yeah. The Rangers supposed supposed to be really, really, really good. Yeah. So when you finished you finished your career in uh, at Hamilton, didn't you? That was the end of your of your career and that was your last club, yeah. Well <laughs> more or less say uh, I went to East Fife. <laughs> a couple, couple of uh, games, and uh, but that was it. I, I played with Pollock as well, and, uh, and it was it's great time. You know, you miss football, mm-hmm. but nowadays I can't. I got problem with my knees, but it's, I still miss football, and I love it with all the all the heart. And to be sitting in the box. It's my best wish. Is that right? Are you going to come back over? I hope so. I really, really hope so. Because I want to be there. Are you living in Malmo? Or are you, where, where are you living in Sweden, Robert? Well, I came back 2008. But more or less, I've been living in Glasgow for 26 years. Yeah. And to me... It's the, oh, it's the best people in the world. 
Was it was it quite emotional watching your two former clubs last night, Malmo and Rangers? Obviously, the two clubs that are closest to your heart. Was it quite emotional for you? It is because I, I would hope they wouldn't get uh, drawn against each other. Mm-hmm. But uh, now it happened. You got, but still, Rangers is in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Do you wish you didn't leave? Do you regret leaving when you did? Pardon? Do you regret leaving Ibrox when you did? Do you uh, wish you yeah, had stayed I, longer? Yeah, I did. Because I want to play. But problem was I didn't play enough because I was still playing with a national team. Uh-huh. So I had to move. But I would have stayed. Especially on the Jock Wallace. Yeah. What, what, would it, what would it mean, Robert, for you to see Rangers back in the, the Champions League group stages? How good would that be? It would be brilliant, honestly. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's a team in my heart. And I just, and I just thought of Piquet. Piquet, uh, sure. With a Rangers of blame. With a Swedish flag and a Scottish flag. Yeah. What, what, what are you doing today then, Robert? Are you just out enjoying having a few drinks? Pardon? I'm saying, what are you doing today? Are you just out with your friends talking about the game from last night and having a few drinks? Or? Yeah, yeah, we're out. Uh, sitting there with a couple of friends. And yeah. uh, they said, well, you're a mama, you're a mama. Not really. <laughs> yeah. So you say you said no, I'm Rangers. You said you're Rangers. Oh, always a Ranger. Then you're always a Rangers. Yeah. And, and, then what, and I can't believe it when I first first time I walked into Ibrox, walking up the stairs, it's unreal. Yeah. And it's still it's in my mind. Yeah. And and you had obviously played in the European Cup final, so you were playing for a good team, a good Malmo team, but you had no hesitation in joining Rangers, no? Uh, yeah, okay. I played with the European Cup final 79 yeah. with Malmo. Mm-hmm. But still, when I, when I came to Glasgow, and uh, I spoke to uh, John Gregg and uh, Ali Dawson and all them sitting there. Wow. I did, I'm home. That's what I felt. Is that right? It felt like coming home? Yeah. It's unreal, really. But that's, that's the way I felt. I'm home. Yeah. And did it take a while to adapt to the style of football coming from Sweden to Scotland? It was tough to begin with because they, they were just running 100 miles an hour. They didn't know how to pass the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but I learned them that. I taught them that. So, and I, when I, I played with one of the best, I would say one of the best in the world, really, is David Cooper. David Cooper, yeah. 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 Do, you think, do, you think, do you think David Cooper could have played anywhere in Europe, Robert, at his peak? Oh, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. He yeah. would have been success in Europe. 
But he didn't he didn't want to leave uh, Scotland at all, so well you played against Nottingham Forest, who were then the champions of Europe. They beat you in the final. Would he have played in that Nottingham Forest team? No problem. Ah, well, we saw we were like a, a working team. We only trained three times a week. We were not professionals. Yeah. And I mean, uh, eventually they were a better team. They were, I think they were more trained. Not trade, but they want more fitness. More fitness, yeah. Fitness, yeah. Oh. No, I'm talking about Davy Cooper. Could he have played in that Nottingham Forest team, for example? Pardon? For example, could Davy Cooper have played in that Nottingham Forest team that were the best in Europe? Could Davy Cooper have played for them? No problem? Oh, no problem. No problem at all. Yeah. There was no problem at all. He he would have gone into anything. That's how good he was. Everybody on, knew he has only got one left foot. So let him use his right back. He always got a cross with his left foot. Yeah. How did you enjoy the whole culture of Glasgow when you came? Like, um, you know, obviously there would have been players like... Um, well, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned the likes of, Dave, you know, David Cooper and Ali McCoyst. And how did you adapt to that kind of thing? You know, like the socialising and all that. Did you enjoy all that side of Glasgow? Yeah, it, it was brilliant. And Coyst, you know, what he's like. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, 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 I had a, a great time, really. And I always enjoyed the life in Glasgow. And I mean, that's home for me, really. And even though I'm here now, I came home for my mum's sake, and uh, I, I still miss Glasgow so much. It's unreal. Yeah, yeah. Do you watch? Do you watch Rangers every week on the television? Every week? As much as I can, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I love football. I still love football. So, and I love you. I love, I love your accent. <laughs> I, I, I know I, I've got the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to speak to us today after the game. And um, it sounds as if you've, you're a busy man today, so we'll let you get back to your friends and talk about the game. Okay. Take care now, my friends. Thank you, Thank Robert. You. Thank you, Robert. All, all the way to the supporters from me. We will. We'll be listening to this so they can hear your message. Cheers. Thank you, Robert.